This is the GGC Life Podcast. Thank you, Lord. I'm very excited. I'm, I'm very excited. If I can just ask you, um, let's, let's, humble the heart, let's humble our hearts to what the Lord is saying, and let's also humble our hearts to what the Lord is doing. Um, I feel um, that God is um, shaking us up to what we're used to. Okay, sometimes we're used to it, like Leon said, a 90-minute service. Sometimes we're used to, normally there's three songs. Normally we're used to like a scripture or this and that. Just allow the Lord to shake us up a little bit, okay? Because there's traditions and traditions are great and there's things that we do, but there's also when God moves, God moves. And we need to make way to what He's doing and we need to make way to what He's saying separate to how we even feel about a certain situation. Okay, Um we are going through, um, just over the next couple of weeks, on this, this uh, topic or this word, faith. Can you say faith? Faith. faith. All right. So I want to, um, uh, actually, before I jump in, if, uh, I'll quickly, uh, let me just open it up with this. I have faith, and we're going to unpack the word faith. I have faith this morning that if you are still, and you haven't been prayed for, sick in this room, that you don't need necessarily your hands laid on. You, where you were seated can be healed. You can, ha- you can have a touch from God and you can be healed in this moment. If you are seated right now and you have sickness in your body, I'm not asking you to idolize it, but I want you to be aware of it, okay? Because I really have faith that there's, there's, there's an expectation, at least on my part, and I hope on yours too, I'm inviting you into it, that there can be healing to take place this morning. I also want to invite you to, if that you've been having um, uh, like bad dreams, demonic dreams, you haven't, you, you know, insomnia, you haven't been sleeping well, um, or you, you, you've had uh, just voices in your head, I really believe this morning that there is freedom for you. Um, I also believe that if you have family or friends where they're, they're struggling, I have faith to believe that there can be breakthrough. If also you have not um, uh, received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, I want to welcome you into that. And I feel in this moment, as you are seated, you can encounter the Lord. So I want to encourage you on that journey, just so I can see it. While I'm speaking over the next 20, 30 minutes or so, is I want you to just wave your hands as an indicator to me and to those around you that God's just moved right now, even as you're seated. We don't need to necessarily wait. This is what faith looks like. Faith doesn't need to be a hand laid on you. Faith, faith isn't necessarily the right music, the right song. It is pulling on what God is saying. It's being obedient to what He's saying. It is trusting in His Word laying our life as a sacrifice to what He has done and allowing Him to transform you from the inside out. So I want to welcome you on that journey. So this morning, if you are believing for breakthrough, whether it's physical, whether it's a baptism of the Holy, here we go. It's already started. Amen. Honestly, I I mean it. Mid-sermon, I can be mid-sentence. That's cool. You wave your hand at me and I, 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 I... I might not call you out, but I just, I want to know that God, I want to see that God is moving because I have faith for it. Um, uh, I want to touch on three um, parts to faith. There's promise, sacrifice, and purpose. So really quickly on the point of healing, Isaiah 53, you write this down. If you're not writing notes, please do. If not, allow your heart to catch this message and allow Jesus to transform you from the inside out. Let him be everything this morning, okay? Isaiah 53 says, by his stripes we are healed. Yes. Okay. That is a promise. Sacrifice. Jesus died so that you didn't need to. He conquered death so that you can live with him. Now I'm stepping up by faith in speaking to you. So that's faith being trust in God. 
that his promise, Isaiah 53, would be fulfilled. Jesus is the ultimate sacrifice. My faith, trust process in him, the faith, and we'll touch on that. Okay? I can have faith in Jesus, but he is also the faith. He's both the faith and the one we have faith in, because he first had faith in us that we would turn back to him. And the purpose of, your, uh, of by his stripes you were healed is that you would, the purpose of God is we're us seeing heaven on earth. We all know the Lord's Prayer, and if you don't, go ahead and read it. And it consists of, Lord, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Okay, there's no sickness in heaven. So the promise of God is by His stripes you were healed. The sacrifice is His blood. There's also an element that we have to partake in, what uh, sacrifice I place, stepping out, believing that there's a miracle for you. So, and then when you were healed and you step into your healing, that you would see the purposes of God at work, which is you being healed, you seeing other people healed. And you go to Genesis 1, God said, I created man in, um, uh, let's make man in our image and in our likeness, we created him. Go forth and multiply. Multiply what? The image. So if we're multiplying the image, we've been set free in Christ, then everywhere we go, we're setting other people free. So it's not, it's not us that's so special. You might look at someone and go, oh wow, they appear to be anointed. It's not the individual that's anointed, it's Christ in them. It is the Christ that's anointed, the anointed one that lives within them that is speaking through. But Jesus can only reside in someone who is dead. What? Meaning, you're not living, it's not you who lives, but it's Christ who lives in you. So when we operate out of that place, we're living in a lifestyle of faith. Oh, I, if you don't feel the Lord right now, I do. And I want to welcome you onto this journey because is, God is here in this room. Yeah. I'm a passionate guy, but I, I, I'm, I'm passionate about Jesus. He transformed me. If, uh, we don't have time to unpack my whole testimony, but if you had a little glimpse to who I am. And you can ask my cousins, my brothers, my sisters, my parents, people that have known me for years. Like you can ask, there's people here in this church that have known me as a child. I was the most arrogant child. I was the most selfish person. I lived for myself. And I was just, I was in self-destruction mode. Anyways, that's another thing. God's grace transforms us. Now, the title of my message is the Christian life. So for those that are writing notes, this morning I'd like to unpack what is faith. So often we say, oh, I have faith in something. What is that? I'd like to unpack how we operate in faith. And then I want to quickly touch on why we operate on faith. And if you've already written the notes, then we've, we've highlighted the three-part three element to what faith is. It's the promises of God, the sacrifice, and the purpose of God. Faith is the trusting process of God's promise coupled with our obedience, which often is in the form of sacrifice. Did you catch that? Faith is the trusting process of God's promise coupled with our obedience, which often is in the form of sacrifice. Faith is released by walking as a living sacrifice. Romans 12, there's a scripture for you. 
and grows, so faith grows as we remain in that place and continue to, not once off, continue to agree with, partner with God's promises at work. Are we following? Are we okay? All right. Why do we do it? We walk by faith for our image is his likeness. I touched on that. And Christ who set us free from sin commissioned us to not only be free from sin, but live in his likeness, which is to see heaven on earth. Ultimately, which is the purposes of God at work. That is our mandate, to obey his promise, trust his word, and offer ourselves as a burning living sacrifice. So that we may see his purposes fulfilled here on earth. That's what faith looks like. Promise. So when God, we touch on promise, sacrifice, yeah, and and, um, purpose. Promise requires an obedience on our part. Obedience in the sacrifice. Obedience requires faith. Faith releases heaven on earth realities. Obedience is often in the form of sacrifice. Get this, church. There is no promise separate to the Father. There is no sacrifice separate to Jesus Christ. And there is no access to heaven on earth realities without the divine who rests upon heaven and earth and dwells within you, the Holy Spirit. The Trinity, God, the Father, Jesus, the Son, Holy Spirit, God promise. It is all for God. It is all by Christ. It is all through the Spirit. It's it's like, you could take that and you could preach on that for an hour, for five hours, for five days. You guys awake? Are we good? All right. Faith is a substance. We know the scriptures say, Faith is a substance of things hoped for. Faith is a person. His name is Jesus. Faith is not just a how, rather it is a who. When it becomes a who, we learn to abide in the faith. We remain with the faith. We remain in the faith. You cannot have faith separate from Christ. You cannot have faith in something separate from from God. There is no faith separate from the Holy Spirit who lives within you and gives you faith. We know the scriptures say we love God because he first loved us. God is both loving and he is the love. We have faith in him because he first had faith in us. We have faith in, but he is also the faith. Hold on a second. Jesus is magnificent. He's wonderful. He's both lion and lamb. He's both the mediator and the sacrifice. Are you okay this morning? Faith is a person on the cross. The sacrifice for all that gave us access to all. Faith comes with a promise. Otherwise it is separate from God. Faith must be revealed with sacrifice. Otherwise it's separate from Christ. Faith must be aligned with the purposes of God. Which is heaven on earth. 
Ultimately, that's what it is. Genesis 1, we're created in his image, his likeness. That's heaven on earth. He said, go, multiply the image. Multiply what it looks like to have dominion over the earth. Jesus came and gave us a new covenant. And went again, go share the gospel. Heal the sick, cast out demons. In my name. John 16, he says, you'll do, or 14, he says, you'll do the same things I did and greater. Why? Because I send the Holy Spirit. So it's not us. I want you to hear this. It is not me. It is not you. It is not the anointed man or woman, but it's Christ in you. It's the Holy Spirit that, res- that lives within you, that wants to live through you. Yeah. To live by faith is to live under the promises of God. It is by the Son and the redemption that you have there. And it is through the Holy Spirit. The promise is God's word. Now I see three particular pillars, for those that are writing notes, to faith. Obedience, trust, and sacrifice. You can obey God, but not trust what he's saying. You can actually offer a, offer a sacrifice, even with the, uh, the building, you can offer a sacrifice, but not but not actually trust that he's going to do anything with it. What? So you're not actually operating by faith. You're operating by what someone's told you to do. We've, from the beginning, in the context of this building, have said, do not give because we've told you to. You better hear from God. Because if you didn't hear from God and you're, and you're stepping into something that God didn't ordain you to walk in, you're going to get into trouble and then you're going to start pointing the finger. You better know what God is saying. So the three pillars was what? Obedience, trust, and sacrifice. A, few, a couple of scriptures, if I can, just so you guys can reference this. When I, when I encourage you to go back to the scriptures, it is so that they're not just written in a book, collecting dust over the course of the week, picked up on the Sunday again to, re, to write out your next set of scriptures. It is for you the next morning, that night, the next day, the following day, to open up the notes, to open up the scriptures and see for today what God is saying. Okay, so when you're writing these scriptures, you can look at the story of Abraham. God said, I will make you a great nation. Kings will come out of you. There will be as many offspring as there are stars in the skies. There's no pollution, air pollution there, so he would have saw a lot, of, a lot of stars, more than what we see here. And because he couldn't conceive how God was going to do it, he took it in his own hands. He didn't trust God. He didn't really even obey God. He didn't listen to God. He took it in his own hands. And you have Ishmael. And then the whole lineage of Ishmael, you can, you can go, that's another whole thing. Like, but... <laughs> There's a people group from Ishmael. Anyways. Um, but what did God do? God's, and God rebuked him. And then Isaac came along. He trusted God. He obeyed God. And Sarah was, Sarah was pregnant. Again, what happens to Abraham? God's testing his faith. He's like, okay, well, and I think there's many reasons why. There's, there is, there, not I think, there is many reasons why um, uh, Abraham had to took Isaac up on the hill to... Um, to sacrifice, or maybe sacrifice him. Um, but I believe there's an element there where God needed to see, hey, is Abraham fully for me? 
Does he fully trust me? Does he now fully obey me? Is he willing to sacrifice everything? And we see that God came in and there was a ram. And for those that don't know the story, Abraham, no, did not kill his own son. There was a lamb. God provided a ram. And they, they had the um, sacrifice. Noah's faith journey. These are great examples of God at work in faith. You look at the story of Noah. He built an ark where people were giving in marriage, going in marriage, and they were living their lives. And he trusted God separate to what was happening around him. Even when people were mocking him, going, what are you doing? He trusted God. He obeyed God. And he sacrificed his time. He sacrificed. He could have kept living on and just in, in, his, uh, in his world. But you know, no, God said, build an ark. So we built an ark. A couple of examples where scriptures... Uh, of, of faith lacking. You can look at the story of Adam and Eve right at the beginning. The only power, you write this down, please, the only power the enemy has when it comes to your faith journey is doubt. You can look at every situation and whether it's literally did God really say or the intention is did God really say. Ultimately, the only power the enemy has is did God really say. That's the only power. So if you're going through something and you're struggling with a thought process, often you can probably trace it back to some form of doubt being, did God really say that you should be free from this sin? Did God really say that you don't need to have, um, uh, you, you, don't, you, you should be sick and, and so on? We got a list. Zacharias was a priest. Zacharias was uh, John the Baptist's dad. An angel of the Lord came to Zacharias and said, you will... Have a child. He laughed and, and said and said to the angel of the Lord, Did God really say? What happens? He was made mute. God shut him up. What? Sometimes we think we're operating in faith. You know, all these examples that are given to you in the scriptures, it says they were seen as righteous before God. Hold on. So I can be righteous but not operating in faith. Yeah, exactly right. But God wants to use your life. He still wants to use you. Okay, I need to move on. So promised by God. What are some promises? New creation, 2 Corinthians 5, Romans 6, 7 and 8. The old is gone, the new has come. By faith, Jesus redeemed us back to our original image. Jesus on the cross bore our sin. He rose again from the grave so that we might be free. So by faith, our sin is nailed to that cross. He who conquered death rose from the grave so that we might live in the righteousness of Christ. So it is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. So if that's the promise of God, then there's, an, there's Jesus, the ultimate sacrifice. There's also a sacrifice that we need to play, which is giving up of ourselves. What is this trusting in what God has said? If you're wondering what are the promises of God, it's here in this word. What does the word of God say? It could be God, uh, uh, another promise is God will never leave you and that you are not alone. For people in this room that go to bed at night and you feel depressed, you feel, you might even be suicidal and you're just, things are foggy, you get to work, you're confused, you're stressed, you don't understand why, you feel all alone. The scriptures say he will never leave you. Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 31 He will never leave you nor forsake you. John 14, Jesus said, I must go to the Father so that the Holy Spirit can be with you. 
Matthew 1, Jesus was called what? Emmanuel, meaning God with us. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Jesus promises peace. John 14, peace Jesus leaves with you. Philippians 4, and peace of God will come upon you and guard your heart through prayer and petition. I'm just naming promises, but there are elements where uh, God invites us to partake, whether it's sacrificing something, trusting God, or obeying His Word. There's not promise... um, Yeah. God's promises require action on our part. Although God promised it, He's released the capacity for that to take place, but it is for us to enter those promises by His will, by His Word by what He's actually instructed us. He's actually given us clear guidelines. When we feel stressed and like the whole peace thing, the Scriptures say through prayer and petition, give thanks to God. It's actually in a place of thanks to Him that He gives you peace in a, in a situation that you shouldn't have peace. Peace that surpasses understanding. Okay. Um, free from habitual sin. What? You're stuck in sin? You're like, I'm living in this state. I'm constantly angry at this certain person. I'm addicted to pornography. I can't get off drugs. I'm whatever it is. I'm sleeping with my girlfriend or boyfriend or I'm cheating on my husband or my wife. And it's it, Romans 6, 7, 8. We have died to sin. And I've been made alive in Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. We are no longer slaves unto sin. We're actually, we're actually empowered to no longer be slaves to the thing that wants to bound you, but a slave unto righteousness. Healing is for today. Mark 16. You shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. They are the red letters. That is Jesus speaking. You cannot say healing is not for today and believe the word of God. Jesus said it. What? But, but this, this didn't happen. I can't answer you. I, I don't know why that didn't happen. But I can tell you this is what Jesus said. Jesus said, lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Again, in John 14, he says, you'll do the same things I did and greater. What? I've yet to see anyone in this world do anything greater than Christ. But he said it. This is not, all scriptures God breathed, but it's not even one of the apostles. This is Jesus speaking. This is only attainable through faith and through the faith. We must have trust in what he is saying. We must be obedient to what he has asked of us. And we must sacrifice ourselves as a living sacrifice. It's no longer I who lives. To live by faith is to be free from the world. There's so many more. I could list them on and on and on. Promise requires obedience, trust, and sacrifice. Jesus said, by faith, God, let it be your will. Let it be according to your promises. We step aside to your word and we walk by faith to see heaven on earth realities. If you're not sure if there is a clear promise, is it fulfilling the purposes of God? That's the third thing, yeah? So you've got promise, you've got the sacrifice or the obedience, element, the faith at work element, and then you have the purposes of God. So if you're wondering, not sure if there's a clear promise, is it fulfilling the purposes of God? No, then it's not from God. What? It can be good. It can be good, but it's not from God. Yes, 
Is it for the purposes of God? Okay, go to God, pray, read the scriptures, go with the local leadership team and see to it that you ensure that it's on track and we remain under the purposes of God. Okay, um, yeah, look, I, I, mean, I, I wrote here, like you can have a heart to go to the mission fields, you can have the heart to feed the poor, plant churches, do crusade, this all fulfills the purposes of God, but if your motive is self-preservation and creating a name or platform for yourself, your motive will be called out. Like you're not off, like in that place, you can be doing the purposes of God, but you're not operating by faith. You're actually operating by sight and how people see you and how you see the world. And in fact, there may be no one in the world that sees that. And to the day you die, you might feed all the orphans in the world, start all the great things and do all the great works. But even Jesus will say, I never knew you. You did it. Four people in my name. Part, so we have the, the promises of God, then we have the faith at work. So faith is trusting in what God said, promised, above our interpretation of a scenario. Faith is outworked through sacrifice. Walking in faith is walking in the newness of life given to us by Jesus Christ through the Holy Spirit. When our revelation of faith shifts from a single moment to the faith, a person named Jesus, we abide and we remain in the faith. Faith at work is exercising what the promises of God are. So again, he said, I'm a new creation. I believe what he says. I know God and I walk apart from myself and my desires and I walk in the newness of life. He said uh, he would never leave me. So I walk in the darkest of situations. He's there with me, and that I bring light wherever I go. I have faith to see darkness be lit up with his glorious light. He said, I'll have peace. I'll walk through the stressful scenarios of the world, housing crisis, crisis work, stress, political pressures, and I'll walk through that peace as my faith is in the one that is unshaking. I have faith in the man that stood before time, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They did not bow. They had faith in what God was going to do. They even said, whether we get saved or not, we wouldn't bow. Our faith is in, is in God. You know what's beautiful about the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Is that God did not pour holy water on the flame. Hold on. Catch this. Please. Hear me. Come up, guys. God didn't put out the flame. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were in the fire, and guess what? The flame was still burning. God will take you through seasons of faith where the flames are still burning, but you'll come out of that fire not smelling like smoke. See, there's a place when you abide in Christ, when you walk in faith, when you walk by faith, that you'll walk through the stresses, the scenarios of the world. You'll be operating under the promises of God to fulfill the purposes of God. And as you walk in that place, you can have all hell breaking loose around you, but not look like, smell like the world. You, people look at you and go, what is happening? This person, that had this happened, this person, uh, their family sick, or this, all these 
bad things are happening to them, but it's like, no, I have trust in what God says separate to what is happening right now. And you know what? There's people in this room that maybe have been battling with this same sickness. Like, oh, I've been prayed for 3,000 times. There is healing still today. I've been battling depression on my family or this, this, and this has happened. I'm telling you, the recipe, not that there is a recipe, but there is a person. His name is Jesus. Jesus calls us into a relationship where it says, hey, obey me, trust me, and sacrifice it all. Give it all to me. And I promise you, you'll have the newness of life. Faith is a person. It's Jesus. It is a sacrifice on an altar. There is no faith separate from sacrifice, nor sacrifice separate from Jesus. You can't sacrifice something And if it's not for the Lord, I'm telling you, friends, this morning, you can sacrifice something all day long. But if it's not for Jesus, if your heart is not saying this is for the Lord, I'm telling you, you're just harming yourself. It's self-harm. There is no benefit. You're just giving away something. We're closing up. You guys, you're good. You're with me. Matthew 18, childlike faith is to be, uh, write this down, Matthew 18. So that's childlike faith, we're called to be like children. To believe what he says, to have no doubt. When you talk to a child and you sometimes try to tell them something, if they believe something, good luck arguing with them. Don't allow the world to convince you otherwise. Let's have childlike faith. So obedience is doing what God said. So this is the pillars that... How I like to see is these pillars of faith. This is what faith is. It's obedience, doing what God said, trust, believing what God will do what He said, and it's sacrifice, something that costs you, that is as evidential proof of to your obedience. So sacrifice is actually proof of your obedience. And trust and covenant with God. people say that they have no faith or that they have little faith or that they're in a dry place can I tell you this morning that Jesus promised the Holy Spirit and the scriptures John 7 he said that the Holy Spirit will dwell within you and out of your innermost being will flow rivers of living water he promised that there is a place where you live in the river What do you mean by river? I'm meaning no dry spells. I'm talking depression. No. There's sad moments. There's things that aren't great. There's things that suck. But I'm saying there is no grip of the enemy upon you. You can be in a situation but not identify as that that situation. You follow me? You can have something attempted to be put upon you but not identify as that. Jesus came to set you free from you. Hebrews 12, let's rid ourselves of every obstacle and the sin which so easily entangles us. And let's run with the endurance, the race that is set before us, looking only at Jesus, the originator and perfecter of the faith. It's Jesus. 
who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. That's my friend, is where you two are seated. By faith, you are seated, and your inheritance is the kingdom of God. Jesus is the faith, the leader of our faith, the source to our faith. To the one whom we have faith in, He is the image of the invisible God. He is the one we have faith in and He is the faith. And finally, as we see the purposes of God fulfilled, the Christian life, and I'm going to close with this, the Christian life is measurable, not salvation. Salvation is a free gift. But the Christian life looks like something. It looks like Jesus. It does. It's actually measurable. It looks like Jesus. Can we stand? Faith is obeying what God has said and trusting what God has promised. What do I do now? Jesus said in Matthew 16, deny yourself, pick up your cross and follow me. This is a new life, a new, a new place. When we're talking in the context of giving, um, uh, <laughs> the scriptures left me, but what you sow, you'll reap. 30, 60, 100 fold. There's promises after promises, even in the context when talking about the building and, and, and giving. It's like, no, God's promised. So the access to what He promised when it comes to 30, 60, and 100 fold really is our level of trust, obedience, and sacrifice to God. If you're not sacrificing, you're not going to see it. It's not faith at work. If you're not trusting God, then it's not faith at work. If you're not being obedient to what He actually said to you, then it's not faith at work. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Let's pray. Father, we repent. We firstly repent. We ask you to have it all. We put our faith in you. God, when you said, you said it, so we believe it. That song, you said it, so we believe it. Father, we ask you by your spirit to convict us of sin, righteousness, and of judgment as your scriptures say. Would you convict us into the alignment of your purposes? Would we live out your purposes here on earth? Would we see the sick healed? Would we see the dead raised? God, would we see this building paid off? We worship you, Lord. See, church, as this building is paid off, it's a tool to fulfill the purposes of God. The promise is salvation. The promise is healing. The promise is nations. The promise is all these things. And this is a tool. So we have faith to step in to see this building that paid off. I have faith to see the dead raised. I have faith. If you have a chronic sickness to be completely healed, I used to have Crohn's disease. And for those of you that don't know, it's inflammation of the bowels. There was a moment where I actually settled within myself. I don't need to be healed. And it wasn't until I said, you know what? I'm going to put my faith. I'm actually going to trust God and I'm going to read His Word and be obedient to what He says. And I rid myself of myself. I gave myself as a living sacrifice and I said, God, have it all healed completely no symptoms no sickness for years years 
The reason why we share a testimony is a testimony says, do it again, God. If you're believing for a miracle, I know the time's quarter past 12, 20, whatever it is. But if you're believing for a miracle, who cares about the time? Let's come forward. And if you, if you, if you want someone to pray with you, we have our leaders to pray with you. If you don't need a miracle, don't come forward. And I actually don't want you to come forward if there's nothing that you're believing for. But if you want to step into greater faith, I want to welcome you forward. And the, the team will, will pray with you. Father, we just thank you for what you're doing. We thank you for what you have said. We thank you for your promises. Instill within us a passion for your name. Jesus, you are the author and the, and the perfecter of our faith. You are the faith. You are the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. There is none like you, Holy Land. Would you have your way in our lives? We surrender all. We give up ourselves as a living sacrifice to your will, your world. Our life is only for your purposes. Our life is only for you, your kingdom. Let your kingdom come here on earth as it is in heaven. Let it come, Lord. Let it come. Let's sing. Let us sing. Let's worship Him, church. And allow the Lord to reckon within you a passion for His name. Let the Lord just pull you apart from the inside and you passion for Jesus and Jesus alone. My friends, you cannot have faith separate from Christ. Don't think I have a relationship with God. You cannot have a relationship with God if Jesus is not in the picture. Jesus has called us to the newness of life. A new life, no longer slave to sin. The world will tell you what's okay. The world will tell you what's right. I'm telling you, Jesus brought a higher way of living. We worship you, Lord. Just surrender to Him. Thanks for listening to the GGC Life podcast. We hope you feel encouraged. Be blessed.